What's up, everybody? Thanks for pressing play today. In today's episode of Nerdistology, you're going to catch me, Irvin, doing a solo episode. In this episode, we're going to do our favorite bit to do with you guys, which is the nerd news. Not of the week, but just in general, nerd news of the universe. There we go. As always, guys, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star, tell your friends and family about it, help us broaden our viewership. The more that we get our name out there, the more content we can provide for you guys. Also, head over to our Instagram, nerd.nostalgia.podcast, look for comic book sales, look for chatter, IG posts, chat with us. We love interacting with you guys. All right, as always, before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast, and thanks for stopping by, Panzer Vor! Oh, and fuck you, Brian, with an I. <laughs> What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back, all you nerdy, nostalgic fiends. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Nerd Nostalgia. All right, let's jump into it. You already know what the deal is. We are doing our nerd news of the universe, what's going on in the nerd world, in the geek world. So let's jump into it, guys. We have a few things to cover. I apologize if I have gone over these. I'm pretty sure I haven't. But I just want to make sure that I throw that little bit in there to make sure that I cover my bases. All right. Let's jump into it. So, right off the rip, not good news. There's a few not good news on this episode, but, you know, it is what it is. All I'm doing is delivering the message to you folks. Don't kill the messenger. That would be me. I'm just here to tell you what the fuck is going on. All right. That said, if you remember a while back, we talked about our boy Keanu Reeves and the Keanu Sons, or the, the Reeves-ons? I forgot what the fuck it is. I'm pretty sure it's the Keanu Sons. Keanu Reeves, Neo, Mr. Anderson... John Wick, what fucking Utah, that motherfucker, you know who I'm talking about, Keanu fucking Reeves, dude, his comic book has now been pushed back, so Boom Studios has told retailers that the 12-issue series Berserker, I want to, pretty sure that's how you're going to fucking pronounce it, it's B-R-Z-R-K-R, Berserker, the co-written and pretty much one that stars him, you remember this one that I mentioned this a few times in, in the past? It's been pushed back for four months. Boom pretty much said that the delay is due to the decision of changing artists from Alessandro Vitti to the Marvel DC guy, Ron Garney. So this was their official statement. To facilitate the change and maintain its high production standards, Boom has announced that the in-store date for issue number one will change to February 17th, 2021. This reads the message sent out via David Comic Distributors. Issue number two will now ship in March, followed by number three in May, in accordance with the title's six-week publication schedule. Berserker number one of 12 was originally slated for debut October 7th. That came and went. Obviously, we didn't get it. Kind of fucking bummed about it because I really want to get this issue. But it is what it is. So I'm hoping that with this change that they're going to take their time and really take a look at things. And continuing on with the fucking negative Nancy vibes, we have another four fucking pushbacks. So with the unsuccessful Tenet movie, box office wise at least, I've heard it's actually a spectacular movie. I personally have not checked it out. Have several friends that have. And they praise it. They say that it's a dope ass movie, that it's worth seeing, that it, you know you should actually go to the theaters and see it. I just still haven't. Still kind of timid about that. Says the guy also that was on a fucking airplane. So I don't know. Maybe I'll go check it out sometime. I just haven't had the time to. 
Regardless, I think that due to the unsuccessful numbers at the box office, I think that it would in turn made a lot of different movies push their stuff back and into 2021, if not 2022. So a few of these are going to be the sci-fi epic Dune moving from 12-18-20 to 10-1-21. The Matrix 4 has been moved up, speaking of Neo and Keanu earlier, right? The Matrix 4 has been moved up from 4-1-2022 to 12-22-21. So maybe I should start saying the fucking dates instead of just throwing numbers at you. So from April 1st, 2022 to December 22nd, 2021. So slight bump up for that one. That's the only one that hasn't changed as far as in a negative fashion, a negative trend. But the Flash movie is moving from June 3rd, 2022 to November 4th, 2022. The Batman is moving from 10-1-21 to 3-4-22. So from October 1st, 2021 to March 4th, 2022. And then kind of a curveball here, the Black Adam movie just completely got removed from the schedule list of DC schedule list and is just not on there. So I still think this is going to happen. I saw a recent rumor that said he's going to sign a 10 movie deal. And let's go on a little tangent and talk about that real quick. So I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but 10 movies is fucking ridiculous. That's just way too much. If it's actually 10 movies just by himself. At that point, you're oversaturating the market with fucking Dwayne. I love Dwayne Johnson. I love going to watch his shitty movies because most of the time they are shitty movies. Sometimes they're really good movies like Jumanji or fucking Walking Tall or what's the other one? The Rundown. But 10 movies as Black Adam would be ridiculous. Now, what I personally think it might be is that it's a 10 movie deal just in general, that could be like four cameos, three of his own movies, and then three team-up movies. Boom, fucking 10 right there. So I'm hoping that's what good old Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to get into. Boom. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? So I really do think that that's what's going to happen. 10 movies, three cameos, three team-ups, three of his own movies, or maybe four cameos, I don't know, something along those lines, something like that. Moving on to superhero movies, Kamala Khan actress has been cast in Miss Marvel, so Disney has found its lead actress. What, what? So the upcoming Disney Plus show centered around Marvel's first Muslim superhero has cast Imran Vellani to play Kamala Khan in the upcoming Disney Plus Miss Marvel show. They are going to have Bad Boys for Life filmmakers Adil El Arbi and Bilal Falah, two-time Oscar winner Sharmin Abad Shanoi and Mira Menon are set to direct episodes for the series. So excited about that. Super excited that Disney isn't, you know, and Marvel specifically, right? That they're not uh, kind of whitewashing this and, and making that a big deal. Because in the past, we the fans do not tend to like that when certain characters play other, I guess, ethnicities. When there are plenty of actors and actresses that could nail the role within their own gender and race. Now, sometimes, you know, you just have a good-ass fucking actor that can do it. But for the most part, I fucking hate it when movies get whitewashed. So that's exciting that they have cast a young Kamala Khan. Now, moving on to some more kind of marvelish news here, more of the Sony-verse side. Jamie Foxx will be returning as Electro. We talked about this in the Spider-Verse episode, so I'm not going to go into full details about that, but we do know that according to Hollywood Reporter and other sources, Jamie Foxx, who played the villain Electro in Andrew Garfield, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, is set to return as Electro in the upcoming Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland, made by both Marvel and Sony. Now, speculation is high on this. We already talked about all that jazz. 
what does this mean? Is this the multiverse kind of kicking in? Is this Tom Holland going to a different universe? We don't fucking know. Along with that is the rumor that Andrew and Toby are both in talks to reprise their own roles. A slight update on that is that I read that potentially Andrew and Toby will get their own individual movie as well to kind of tie everything in. Now that wouldn't be a terrible idea. However, you would have to get the actors on board because I know Andrew Garfield is very against it. So I don't know if he would be okay with going into his own Spider-Man movie versus kind of collabing on another one. But I will say this, money motherfucking talks. People will absolutely do whatever for fucking money, especially actors. So regardless, I'm fucking excited for it. Switching paces over to the TV and specifically Netflix, kind of bummed about this one because I actually dug this show with my girl, Allison Bree. And shout out to Gotham Underground. I made a post early in the morning about this. So the Netflix show Glow has been canceled. So I made a post on Instagram and I was like, oh, Brie Larson, the star of Glow, blah, 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 post a sad story on her Instagram showing that the show has been canceled and Gotham Underground, that's their IG. It's actually a comic book store in the New Jersey area, the New York area, somewhere around there. I'm not 100% sure, but go look them up. Gotham Underground, super awesome dudes, super great prices. If you're in the NYC area, definitely give them a check out and support the LCS, man. So several reports, including confirmation via Allison Bree, they corrected me on that again, that early morning stuff, a star on the Netflix show Glow, confirmed that the fourth season has been canceled. Bree wrote, going to miss this, forever grateful to my Glow family for changing my life forever. Bree wrote on Instagram as she shared a photo of her fellow castmates on the set making silly faces in their outfits. Netflix recently announced that it has canceled the wrestling comedy Glow, a shocker as it is reversing the series already planned fourth season due to COVID-19 complications. Now, the guy who plays the director, and I'm blanking out on his name, so you'll have to forgive me, was hoping that he uh, was trying to pitch and hope that they could make a movie to kind of close things out. I think that's totally fucking doable, especially because everything has already been pretty much lined up. But the monster that is Netflix is very well known, infamous, if you will, for canceling shows kind of before they, they fully mature or fully ripen. So a bummer in that, but it is what it is. If you haven't checked out Glow, I highly recommend it for several reasons. The girls are awesome. The acting is funny. It's just a very lighthearted type of show, and it's based on real events. Real people, obviously Hollywood eyes, but you know, it is what it is. So definitely give it a go. Continuing on our conversation of TV shows, switching over to the HBO, the giant that is HBO and HBO Max, they recently picked out the upcoming Lanterns for the show, and it's actually a pretty good mix of people. So HBO Max's Green Lantern TV series will star Guy Gardner, Jessica Cruz, Sinestro, and other versions of Green Lantern. Now, one speculation out there is in a report of sorts, I guess kind of a fucking theory or a rumor, if you will, is stating that the plot could derive from the Blackest Night story arc that recently just happened a few years back. Personally, never read it. It does have some pretty cool artwork on there, so I have some of the comics, but I never gave it a go, so maybe maybe it might be worth uh, collecting that here in the future. But I love that the superhero genre is now starting to be more inclusive, and in this case, including Jessica Cruz, obviously a Latin woman, and including, uh, yeah, the Latino people. I feel like we are missing in some of these TV shows and superhero movies, so definitely excited for that. I think a few other minority groups are actually getting some of their people on the big screen. So the one that sticks out is Silk. We've talked about that before. Korean-American, Kamala Khan, Muslim. So 
some of these are definitely other groups and ethnicities that are getting, and religious views, I guess even, are getting their uh, their time in the spotlight. So I think that's very cool. All right. Anyways, that was a little mini tangent there. Moving on. Something that we don't do a good job of here, and I think we could definitely do a better job, is keeping up with books and novels and that kind of stuff. But we just we just don't between video games, TV and movies, really TV, movies and comics like we're pretty fucking full. But recently it was announced at uh, New York Comic Con that Ready Player Two will be debuting sometime soon. It was revealed at New York Comic Con that this November the highly anticipated sequel to Ready Player One is finally arriving. Ready Player Two will be a direct sequel to Klein's original novel. However, it is not taking into account the changes made to the story by Spielberg's film. At one of the panels, they stated that the synopsis is as follows. Days after winning the Oasis founder James Holiday's contest, Wade Watts makes a discovery that changes everything. Hidden within Holiday's vaults, waiting for his heir to find, lies a technological advancement that will once again change the world and make the Oasis a thousand times more wondrous and addictive than even Wade dreamed possible. With it comes a new riddle and a new quest, a last Easter egg from Holiday hinting at a mysterious prize. And an unexpected, impossibly powerful, and dangerous new rival awaits, one who will kill millions to get what he wants. Wade's life and future of the Oasis are at stake, but this time the fate of humanity also hangs in the balance. Lovingly nostalgic and wildly original, as only Ernest Klein could conceive it, Ready Player Two takes us on another imaginative run, action-packed adventure through his beloved virtual universe and jolt us thrillingly into the future once again. How fucking cool is that? So you know that because the novel's going to be made and the first one was pretty successful, that obviously the second one's going to be made and equally as successful, if not more so. So that's something pretty exciting. You know, I'm a big reader. I read pretty consistently and I like books. Right now, I'm kind of like in the um, self-help success type of books. I'm doing that for a book club for work. Shout out to all my PGS people. They know who they are. Everybody knows what that means within the uh, the community, within the company rather. I know I have a couple coworkers that do listen. So shout out to you guys or rather gals since I'm literally the only guy in the department or one of two guys in the department. Anyways, TMI for you guys, ready player two, ready for that to pop off. Gonna obviously buy that. I'll probably end up buying that as a gift for my buddies for Christmas. So be on the lookout for that, Trey and Brian. Now let's move on to a little theory that I came across. You know me guys, I love traveling down the fucking rabbit hole. Trey knows this wholeheartedly. I used to travel down the Game of Thrones rabbit hole all the time. So I'm all about this. So Noel is going to fight the God of Light. So according to an article on ScreenRant.com, there's a theory out there that the mysterious God of Light who Noel will be ultimately fighting in the upcoming King in Black story is none other than Nornrad, aka the Silver Surfer. My fucking dude, I love the Silver Surfer. Now, if you haven't read the Silver Surfer Black series, highly recommend that you do that. In that, we learn a bit of information that Noel can be wounded, and that happens in the story arc. So basically, this theory is saying that, hey, the fucking God of Light is going to end up being uh, Silver Surfer. I was about to say Super Saiyan. Obviously not. Silver Surfer is going to be the God of Light. And I think that's very possible. I came up with a random fucking theory. What if you like fused different people? I don't know, kind of like Super Saiyan stuff. But what if you had like the earrings or the dance and you fuse Thor and fucking Silver Surfer to create a new character? 
because Noel has been all over the place. Noel has been with Venom. Noel has been fucking with Thor. Noel has been fucking with Silver Surfer. Noel has been fucking with Venom. He's been all over the place. And so, and he's still gonna, in this King in Black, he's gonna be everywhere as well. He's gonna be fucking with the Avengers, X-Men, all that jazz. But how cool would it be if you were able to combine certain characters, like do a fucking fusion dance or wear the fucking earrings like they do in Dragon Ball Z, and you had a character like fucking Thor and Silver Surfer combined, and that's the God of Light. How dope would that be? Some people are speculating that it could be Thor himself, but uh, but who knows? Who knows? Anyways, let's keep let's keep this uh, this this conspiracy stuff going. So I found and came across a rumor that Miles Morales is headed to the MCU. What? That would be fucking so cool. So with more and more news about Spider-Man Three, we've talked about, and a potential Spider-Verse movie, we've talked about continuously popping up let's add another to the mix sony pictures and marvel studios are rumored to have found an actor to play miles morales in the mcu sonyverse slash spiderverse although nothing is clear one can speculate a debut to likely be in the the untitled spider-man 3 film this rumor originates from mcu cosmic what do you think will we see miles in the mcu now remember we do know that his uncle exists we know that from the first Spider-Man movie, Tom Holland one. And another factor to consider is it's been at least five years since the snap. So we could have either a very young Miles or someone that's uh, kind of at that right age to kind of take on uh, a little extra Spidey duties. So I don't know if the Spider-Verse is going to happen. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe a fucking cameo. I don't know. But I think that's totally fucking possible. Anywho, Let's uh, continue on with some nerd news. Mad Max Fury Road prequel has new castings. The prequel Mad Max Furiosa or Furiosa has found some stars for the upcoming movie. Anya Taylor-Joy, Chris Hemsworth, and Yaya Abdul-Mateen II will star in the movie. You know these characters from recent roles in The New Mutants. Thor, Avengers, obviously, and Watchmen on HBO. So you had Anya Taylor-Joy playing Magic in The New Mutants, which I never did get to see. I still need to watch that. You have Chris Hemsworth, aka fucking Thor, that Australian fucking demigod. We have him coming up in the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder movie, and I have a little bit of information about that. And then, of course, you have Mr. Yahya Abdul-Mateen II that recently starred in the Watchmen movie show on HBO, which if you haven't checked that out, also fucking awesome. Very, very good show. Highly recommend that. He did a good job in the role. So with these castings, I'm pretty pumped for this movie because just off of those three people, they're good and great actors and actresses. So highly, highly anticipating this movie. I liked the last one with Charlie Theron. So I think uh, I think this could be very good. And I want to say that they have uh, George Miller returning to direct, co-write and produce the film. So that should be good. Switching gears a bit, so from CBR.com, DC has announced that the fallout from Dark Knight's death metal will lead to DC Future State, a two-month line-wide event beginning in January 2021. All new characters will take on the iconic mantles of fan-favorite heroes in the DC Future State, with new series launching with creative talent from worlds of TV, movies, and animation. March 2021 will see DC's normal publishing lineup return, continuing existing storylines from 2020 and introducing new arcs for the year. This is pretty much the remnants of 5G and what they were working towards before DC scrapped that idea. I was super excited about 5G, honestly. I thought it had very, very high potential. You know, you 
created this Crisis on Infinite Earths event, put it in the future, showed us new people, brought it to the past, showed us our favorites, combined the two for the event, and then you split them, and then you sent the people back to the future, you kept it in the real, and you had them go on their own journeys. You showed off all the cool new people, the fucking son of Kal-El, the fucking whatever, whatever, the clone of fucking Terry McGinnis, I don't know. But you had these characters, you know, that take on the mantles and show how badass and cool they are and maybe even flawed and then have them, you know, at the same time combining with the favorite characters that we had. I thought it was a cool concept. I thought it could have worked, but we'll see how this future state works. I'm going to check it out just out of pure curiosity, but who knows? It could be a complete flop. The DC has known to do that a few times. On the topic of DC, Black Panther's Michael B. Jordan, a.k.a. Killmonger from the MCU, has joined on the DC Comics Static Shock movie as a producer. According to The Hollywood Reporter, he will produce Static Shock through his production company, Outlier Society. Michael was quoted, I'm proud to be a part of building a new universe centered around black superheroes. Our community deserves that. I agree. I remember when Black Panther came out, it was huge um, for the black community. And so I'm hoping that the Latin community and all the other minority groups also get a shot at something uh, this big and grand. But I'm excited to have him on board. Talented dude. Uh, curious to see how he handles the, uh, the production side of things. The other side of the camera, if you will. All right, gang. We are almost done here. We have two more nerd news of the universe to go through. So bear with me here, guys. We are almost done. But before we continue on, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star, make sure you tell your friends, family, co-workers, lovers about it. Tell your dog if it has an iPhone. Drop that five star. Help us grow. Help us. Help. Help me. I'm poor. Help me. That's from uh, Bridesmaids. Anyways, yeah, guys, back to it. Let's get to the nerd news. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness a newly cast actress for Doctor Strange 2. According to Deadline and a few other reports, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has cast, and I'm going to fucking butcher this name, Soshi Gomez, Soktil Gomez, I don't know. Uh, I want to say it's the first one, but anyways, she's been added to the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness cast. However, no details have been provided on who she's playing, but that ain't going to stop us nerds. Most people are speculating it will be Miss America, a.k.a. America Chavez, but only time will tell. So who knows? I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think we're going to get a Miss America? Most people are thinking that's what it is. Another possibility is, depending on the story arc of uh, Vision, maybe maybe that's his female daughter. Who knows? I, I don't know what's going to happen in WandaVision. So let's see. Let's see what happens. And finally, last but certainly not least, I told you guys earlier that I had a little bit of information about this. Here it is. Chris Hemsworth confirms a start date for Thor Love and Thunder. In a recent interview, Thor, aka Chris Hemsworth, the Australian demigod, that's how I'm going to refer to him every single time, has confirmed that production on Thor Love and Thunder is set to begin in January of 2021. That is a mere three months away, technically two months, depends how you look at it. So they're going to begin shooting in his native motherland of Australia, mate. Crikey, that's around the corner, isn't it? I don't know if that's a good or bad Australian accent, but that's all I got. That's all you motherfuckers get. So yeah, guys, that production is going to start pretty quickly and I'm excited for it to start just for the fact that that means more movies are going to happen 
That means that they're getting the ball rolling. That means fuck you, COVID. Fuck you, coronavirus. Life is continuing on. We're making it happen. So yeah, excited for that to uh, to get started. Uh, that's positive news. You know, we've started off the show with some negative Nancy vibes and telling you of things that are being pushed back and things that are canceled. So definitely awesome to end on a good note, knowing that this is going to get started here coming in January, which is your boy's birthday. How dope would it be if it starts on my birthday? Probably not because it's towards the end of the month. But regardless, I'm excited. Well, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, that is the show today. Thank you so much for joining me. I absolutely love hanging out with you guys and chatting. If you have any questions, feel free to drop into our Instagram, nerd.nostalgia.podcast. Drop a comment, shoot us a DM, let us know what you think on some of these. You know, there's a couple questions that I asked out there. So yeah, feel free to reach out and let us know. All right, guys, have a wonderful day, night, whatever time it is for you. And remember, stay nerdy, my friends.